You're this the Prince of the Nightlife, DJ Melly Mel. Now tuned into the biggest Chanel Simone, April B, Fluehead, Gruhead podcast. Are you dumb? NYC the ATL. Yeah, Brooklyn, what up? What's good, one? You already know the vibes. It is your favorite Brooklyn baddies in the building, Chanel Simone and April B, and this is the Fluehead, Gruhead podcast where worlds collide, no matter where you reside. Ew. Y'all like that? That was good. That was Thank you. I was you like, did that. Thank you. Now, y'all, you already know we have a special guest in the building. And I know we always say we got a special guest. Now, for real, we really do have a special guest in the building. Not only are they near and dear to me, but they're also, not like I said, not even that they're Albany State's finest, not that they, <laughs> they entrepreneur, they run this Idea. and this and that. Y'all, you are looking at prop, what, the new the new wave of technology and raw share right in front of us. So you yes. got to take advantage of this. Y'all, give it up for Devin and Jay. <laughs> You already know, yes. <laughs> that was a round of applause. Now, before we get into some things, guys, we are going to play a game. Yes. Okay, break it down. All right, y'all. So we're gonna play first class versus coach. Okay. In that big bowl of nothing. There are going to be some options in there. It's going to say this versus that. You tell us which one is first class if you like it and which one is coach if you don't. Now, if there's a tie, normally, y'all, we would take a shot. But in honor of our guests here, <laughs> we're just going to watch them take the tie. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. So is, I believe it's four. So each one of you all could just I take one. I think it's one. three. It's, it's three? three? Okay. Two. So Jill will take one. Okay. I'm take one. All right. Oh, go ahead, open it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you oh, can okay, read okay. it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Lyft versus Uber. Okay, which one is first class? Which one is coach? <laughs> Both of them, coach. Oh, Ooh, that's a tie. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait. My hold, juice. On, hold on, wait, wait. Oh, I ain't even pour me juice. Now, to that. now listen, Jill. Mm-hmm. We know, of course, those are your competitors, right? <laughs> yeah. And we know you used to work for Lyft. But if you... Had to pick. If yeah. you just had to pick, you, I, had you to said pick. they both coach, but in a sense of your beliefs or who you feel like, you know what? If I just had to pick, I feel like you know they're just. I pick. Uh, I pick Uber. <laughs> it's first. Yeah. I know, right? I, I always I go you, with Uber. Yeah. I would because they have they were there first and they have more options. Mm-hmm. Um, they're mm-hmm. they're. Their range expands outside of Roger. You yeah, can do food right. delivery. You can mm-hmm. do package delivery and stuff like that. So I would choose them. Right. I think they're about to do something with pets. Like, yo. Yep. Like, yeah. yep. Okay. Well. So I'll give them that. Right. So <laughs> technically, y'all both coach, but she being nice. So yeah. <laughs> Real nice, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, All right, right, Devin. Which one you got? What we got? Ooh, Deion Sanders at Jackson State versus Deion Sanders at Colorado State. We got to go with Colorado. Really? Oh, y'all, look at you. Look at you. You went against the grain? I'm going to go against the grain on this one. Understood. I just feel like, honestly, he's great wherever he is. Mm -hmm. However, when you can bring your greatness somewhere where and bring people along with you, like for the ride. Yeah. Like, it's gonna be great. Big goat, yeah. big goat. Yeah, and I think people didn't give him his flowers on that one. It was a lot of like, oh, you it was left, backlash. You know, you left this and mm-hmm. that. I feel like yes, he left, but he also brought people with him, and they have exposure they wouldn't have been like exposed to, like the opportunities they wouldn't have been exposed to if they stayed where they were at. So, 
That's how I feel. So first class mm. is Colorado. Colorado coaches Jackson State. Jill, you look like you didn't agree with that. No, nah, but, but I, didn't I agree also, with her either. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I um I, I I watched the documentary, so I would say that I do agree with Devin on her point with the with you know he brought everybody with him. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why he couldn't even stay at Jackson State is because they couldn't give him what he the was money. asking for. Which is the money. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, to take that's, care of his family. Yeah, and to take care of his family. He had a couple incidents that happened while he was there and everything. Mm-hmm. So I completely understand why he left. Um, but yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm HBCU, you know, through and through. So I wish he would have like, somehow if they would have made it work, he could have made it work. But I understand why he left. Yeah, yeah gotcha. you know, and we, of course, we asked that question because we know y'all both HBCU grads. So that was a hot commodity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people feel like once the white man dingles something in your face, it's like, oh, yeah. But it, do you feel I, like I see that was he's a, seeing a long term goal? He's mm-hmm. not going to be a college coach forever. He wants to be an NFL coach. Yeah. And so and he's so trying he to take the quickest himself. path mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. to get there. So is it really super hard to be an NFL? Yes. You need like, the experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah experience, it is. Connections, you need connections, money, you know, money. Maybe because I look at like you're Deion Sanders. Like, why wouldn't you want yeah. them? But even as Mr. Mm-hmm. Prime, they probably still like so how many yeah. black coaches they got in the NFL right exactly. now. Exactly. And look mm-hmm. how many boys are gonna be able to go with him. Like mm-hmm. or you know, like or have that opportunity after college that may not have had that opportunity if they stayed where they were at. So, and yeah. it helped him prove like he can do it obviously He's with the black kids. Right. But to go to a state where they've never even seen a championship yeah. and then to you know turn out Manly Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So it was like I could do it over here. I could do it here. I could do it anywhere. Yeah. Like so. Yeah, Dion's a goat. Dion is a goat for sure. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Prime's on. Right, right. <laughs> yep. We got one more okay. in there. Oh, okay. My bad. Hold it down. Social media marketing versus direct marketing. Um. Dang, Devin, you should have got this one. <laughs> y'all can um, y'all both y'all okay. I'll, I'll put social media over because I like social media. Just I've. That's where I live at. That's where I live and breathe over mm-hmm. direct marketing um, because I'm more introverted when it comes to marketing. I'm okay. a little shy and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I'll be more vocal and out, um, outgoing on social media versus direct. Okay. Okay. Mm, I feel like, oh, this is a tough one. I mean, the world, of course, like everything's happening on social. But if we're talking direct marketing in regards to like collecting an email list and directly mm-hmm. marketing to people that way or doing like voice recordings and sending, we can't lose like we already know newspapers are, you mm-hmm. know, fading away. Wait, now mm-hmm. we have digital magazines and all those things are great, but we have to remember kind of how we got to social media and some of those other avenues are still great avenues to directly connect with people. So if we're talking direct marketing in regards to those avenues and mm-hmm. channels, then absolutely I would say first class there okay. um, because you're directly connecting with your niche um, in a way, in a, a little more intimately than you are able yeah. to do on social. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why she's the director of marketing. <laughs> and that's why we threw that question in there. Okay. Yes. Well, that concludes the first class versus coach, y'all. Thank you for playing. Yes. So we're going to get into our check-in with who you from, where your mama them, and all of that thing. Mm-hmm. So one of the check-ins is, first of all, how did y'all meet? Where did y'all grow up? And tell us about your family life. Okay. Yeah. I want to go first. I'll go first. Uh, how did we meet? Um, I was Devin's RA. <laughs> so I was Devin's R- RA. Hall five. Yep, Hall 5. Are you Shout sure? What? You was on the third? I was on... The second floor. You, you second on the second floor. floor. Yeah, gotcha. don't don't play with me on that second floor. <laughs> um, shout out to the second floor girls. You know I miss you guys. I miss being an RA. That was really a fun time at ASU. But yeah, that's where we met. Um, and then you said what was the other one? 
Uh, so y'all met, of course, y'all met at Albany State. Mm-hmm. And um, tell us where you're from. Oh, I am from Athens, Georgia. So I'm from Athens, Georgia. I was born in Livingston, New Jersey, originally, but I moved to Athens when I was two. So I say that I'm from Athens. I'm 706. Oh no, you you from yeah, yeah you, you from, from Athens. Athens. Yeah, is I'm it really where you're born or where you grew up? I think it's where you grew up, in my opinion, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because especially if you were born somewhere and then immediately moved, yeah, I don't you think can. you can really claim mm-hmm. that right. area. Yeah, so it's really where I grew up. And, I mean, I got a country accent now, so I'm definitely 706. <laughs> it's through and through. So, yeah, I'm happy to be there. And you said my where my family from? Mm-hmm. My mother's side, they're from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And okay. then my dad's side of the family, he they're from Buffalo, New York. So, so you just All over. Mm-hmm. You got a little bit of everything. Yep. All right, Devin, tell us where you from. <laughs> well, I'm from Virginia, and I know y'all just said, like, oh, if you move, but... I go back all the time. And my daddy's from D.C. He would definitely kill me if I oh. did that. Um, so, yeah. So, my dad's from D.C. Mom's from Virginia. Really, my whole family is from that area. Okay. Um, my dad was in the military. I moved all over from Germany, then to Augusta, from Augusta to Albany, and then from Albany. All right. Here. So, you've been you about <laughs> Albany before even? No. What's crazy is I didn't. I didn't know anything about Albany State. I found out about Albany State. In Augusta, they do, like, a college fair every year at the stadium. I went, I didn't even want to go to college, first of all, let's start there. <laughs> and then my friend was like, oh, I'm going. I was like, all right, bet I'll go with you, you know, like to assist yeah. you, like cheering her on. <laughs> and then I got there and ASU, they brought the gospel choir. They did it big. They uh-huh. brought the gospel choir. They had people stepping, this, that, and the third. I was like, oh, this is like one of the movies. <laughs> <laughs> so I talked to them and I think I applied there and I got like some scholarships at a few other places for like their choirs. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to solely focus on ASU. And so I ended up going to ASU, but it really wasn't on my radar to go to school, nor was it to go to So which is going to join the military? Girl, I thought about the military, but that's not for me. But <laughs> I don't know what I was going to do. I feel like I always knew I was going to own my own business and everything mm. else. So... That okay. was kind of where I was like okay. you thinking was a, about. Yeah. yeah, you was a girl with a plan. Yeah, because if you tell somebody I was gonna go to school, military was either the second, yeah, one the other option, or be a manager at Kroger or something. Yeah, you know, I, I ain't like never heard nobody say they gonna. I be mean, a like they probably <laughs> not Maybe not even no, yeah. they probably would <laughs> like, stay work working. Like oh, like from high school and yeah, then like just, my right. goal is to stay at AT and T until I become. I ain't never heard Kroger. Like okay, yeah. Some of them never even saw like the bigger picture. It's probably like you know what I, I've been a Nothing cashier. Nothing against Kroger. I'm just yeah. saying I've never heard somebody be like that. Yeah, you know what? School. You know how they worked there in high school. Like, you know how they worked there in high school. Yeah. It's like you know what? I'm gonna yeah. stay here. We're gonna yeah. figure it out. Yeah, and okay. then hopefully be the manager. I okay. Let's move on, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, where, well, how about this? Wherever you worked at, that's probably where you wanted to be the manager. <laughs> This is true. This, that was the, in a five-year plan. Right. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about her ride. I, yeah. First of all, I love the merch. Like, yes. oh, thank you. can we show? Yeah, it's like yes. Right, and little do y'all know, I stole this from them. Like, now you cannot buy that. I was about to buy Yeah, this is the members this only. Is the yeah. Okay. This is until the podcast is done. <laughs> <laughs> got to be a team member for that. Yeah, right. Got to be a team member. But, but yeah. how did her ride come about? Um, her ride came about because I used to drive Uber and Lyft when I first moved to Atlanta. I moved up here in 2017. I was mm-hmm. trying to go pro for basketball, so it, that that type of schedule worked best for my training mm-hmm. schedule. I would be in the gym like two, three times a day. So driving at night just worked best for me. Mm-hmm. And then driving at night, I used to pick up a lot of women, and they would tell me like, "Oh, you know, I was canceling rides till I got a woman or recognized a woman's name." And I was like, "Dang, they." 
ain't put an option on here yet for that. And so mm. I was uh, listening to, I'm big on podcasts. So I was listening to um, how, how, how this was built, how, mm-hmm. how you built this. And um, they had the founder of Lyft on there. And so when I found out it was only two people that started Lyft, I was like, wait, <laughs> excuse me. I was like, so I was like, wait, so only two people started this. And both of those people, like one of the founders had my background. And I was like, so you mean I just need to find somebody that can sell something and then I can build this? So I was like, all right, bet I'm about to do this. So I just did some research. Um, when I came up with the name, it um, I sent it to a few of my friends mm-hmm. and I called them and I was like, what do y'all think about like a ride share company, you know, for women, you know, this name? They was like, that's actually really good. I was like, really? And so multiple people told me it was good. So the next day I trademarked it. I was like, oh. I'm going to trademark this and um, we about to get this going. And um, I didn't even have a company to develop the app yet, but I went and trademarked the name. Uh, wow so, first of all that's big what was the other names i know this is the name now but what was the other ones you kind of she ride um she, i was sitting in my car when i was doing it too it was like she ride i think i went through like her rides with an s and mm-hmm. i was like the s don't sound mm-hmm. right it was mm-hmm. it, um it was it was between she ride her ride and something they, else i was about to say they ride yeah. <laughs> he, but it just it just her ride made sense to me the way I the way I wrote it the way yeah. it looked I was mm-hmm. like alright yeah. it's gonna make sense I was like it's probably not gonna make sense at first but to women when it, they see it yeah, yeah. it'll yeah. make sense yeah. Yeah. I got you now I, I know I know you talked about pretty much the conversations and how everything started and I know you said you listened to the podcast mm-hmm. but was there ever a guilt in a sense of like okay yeah I heard the podcast it took two people but nah like I don't think I could do this in a sense hell nah <laughs> nah you know what? Our last guest said yeah. the same thing. They were like, "No, uh, I think we live in, in a society today. Like this is stuff April and I talk about, and we have big dreams, and we're like, oh, we want to do this and this.' But when it's time to move, it's like. <laughs> but then we talked to people. Um, we we hosted an event a couple weeks ago. Our last guest was like, "Yo, I'm never, I, I never feared feared." Mm-hmm. And you over here like, girl, no. Yeah. So talk about your moment. In a sense of like creating this, like, oh no, this is gonna happen. Um, it just, it was just a moment of, I guess, a, cl- a moment of clarity, I guess, but I do have a lot of confidence. I'm not gonna lie, I have a lot of confidence in my abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I decided that I was gonna do it, I just knew that I was like, okay, Jill, if you're gonna do this, you can't half ass this. And I've, right. I've been known to like kind of be half ass with a couple, like, with a couple of my projects. I had a clothing line in college that, Probably could have lot got a lot bigger if I would actually put a little bit more time and effort to it. What was it called? Beats. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was like, okay, Jill, if you're going to do this, you're going to go all the way in with this. Like, you're not going to half-ass this. You're going to go all the way in. You're going to do it the right way. And um, and you're going to make this shit work. And so I was just fully committed to it because I was going through a period in my life where I needed to transition anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that... Um, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this and I'm not going to look back. I'm putting my former pat I mean, my former life behind me and we're just, you know, we're going to move forward. But yeah, that's that's the confidence I led. And I was like, we're going to get it. or It's plan A, no plan B. That's right. kind of how, was I, how I've always been. So the fact that you came up with this and it took two people. Mm-hmm. How did you pick your partner? Yeah. So Devin oh, wasn't my first stories. co-founder. Yeah, let's 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 oh, talk about that. You know what? Hold on. Let me say this because when we read the articles, yeah, I saw another name. name. So yeah. I'm like, so this was never Devin's <laughs> name. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into that. Yeah. So I had a couple of co-founders that I've gone through. Devin is actually my third co-founder. Wow. Um, yeah. So my first co-founder uh, was a lady named Pam. So she didn't work out um, mainly because. Um, when I brought on my second co-founder, that lady got jealous of her. And so I don't know. It was weird because we weren't making money then. I don't know. It didn't make sense. Um, but she 
didn't really appreciate that. So I was like, well, Pam, you got to go because at the end of the day, this is my company. Mm-hmm. Um, so right. if you're making someone so that's Pam was jealous me, of the second person. Or yeah, the second is, person was jealous of Pam. Yeah, which is Ms. Harris. So okay, that, Ms. Harris. Yes. That, so the second co-founder, um, she came a on. Lot. <laughs> yeah, okay. she came on and um, she um, she was helping out. She She did help us out. Um, so during COVID um, is when um, is when Ms. Harris came on board. And so her role when she came on board was to be the face of the company at the time because okay. I had to step back. I had to take a step back. And so I needed her to be the face. And so that was also the same time COVID happened. So we weren't even given rise during that time. And we actually wanted to focus on social media. And that's what she was actually good at. Mm-hmm. So um, she just she became the face for us. Um, she would do what I told her to do, which in terms of like posting certain things. Um, and so the post that actually went viral on Twitter was something that I told her to do. I got up that morning. And I was like, hey, I see that this trend is going on with because uh, you know everybody Visionary. was doing trends during yeah, COVID, COVID yeah, was, everything social media was off, popping yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. it was popping that so was it was TikTok and then era. Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. had, had happened and so mm-hmm. there was a trend at the time that was going on where people were posting themselves a picture of themselves and their business mm-hmm. and it was like the business or the, the owner and the, then and the, the brand bit, yeah, I remember that mm-hmm. so I woke up that morning and I was like I said Kirsten Go ahead and post this. I said, use a picture of yourself. She was like, you don't want to use a picture? I said, no, use a picture of yourself. And the reason I told her that is because Kirsten is a fair, fair-skinned woman. And I was mm-hmm. like, it's going to play out well on social media, um, I said, versus the just putting a picture of myself. She did it. And then I want to say she called me back like 15 minutes later. She said, I'm pretty sure we're going to go viral today. And I was like, so yeah. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I was like, I told you. We did. Um, over 7 million impressions, 7,000 wow. people signed up that day. And so um, that was really good. And it was working out pretty well um, until she just quit. She quit last year in January, no, February, something like that. She, uh, we got off the phone um, and she sent me this long text message and she quit saying that she, she felt right like. Right then and there. Yeah. She felt, like she, she felt like she was being pushed out of the company, a company of two people. <laughs> she felt like she was being pushed out of. And so, um, you know, I just accepted her resignation. And then I was honestly kind of distraught when it happened because uh, we the the, um, the news had just did a couple of articles on us. We were about to start getting gaining some right. traction. I'm like, wow, I just lost my co-founder. Like, this is crazy. And so, I mean, I just, I mean, I went and prayed about it. And at the time, I was managing an artist. And so um, I hit up Cleavon. Asked him for Devin's number. I was like, Devin's always been supporting since day one. Mm-hmm. And I knew Devin's history when it came to marketing. So you and PR. just knew instantly. Devin was not no, not 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 even that. It's just I just wanted to ask just to see. Cause I knew that she was in PR and I needed somebody that mm-hmm. is yeah, mm-hmm. somebody that can communicate on behalf of the company because I knew I wasn't good at that. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm just gonna, you know. Hit her up, see what she's thinking about, and I called her, and I'm I'll go I'll let Devin take over from there. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, she called, and it was crazy because, like she said, she prayed, and she was like, "Oh, I was distraught." I feel like I had just, you know, you have like New Year's resolution, like, "Oh, I'm gonna do this and that." And me, I have like always, not always, for the most part, always like owned a business, and I'm always looking for like new mm-hmm. ways to expand into new markets and you know do just try new things. And I had just finished praying about like I'm really interested in tech. I feel like tech is about to like blow mm-hmm. up I don't know why and I like got the call from her like maybe a week and a half later so it was really like oh this was just supposed to happen so I talked to her I had a lot of questions I'm just that girl I'm, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like what am I getting myself into like just yeah. be transparent so we had just a you know a real conversation and I was like all right let's do it and so wow 
Yeah, that's kind of how Not I even I'll call you in 48 hours. Yeah, <laughs> it was that next day. I feel like we talked and I, you know, I was still thinking about it that day. But like by the next day, I had like an answer for her. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it just felt right. And I I never really questioned like, I'm, I'm like, oh, I prayed for this and it happened. Like, you know, or it just came up. It didn't come up by like happenstance. It's not an accident. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. Bow, bow. It's, uh, I just take it as God. Like, it's it was just God. I'm, I don't know what led me to hit mm-hmm. Devin up, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I thank God I did because we've been working well ever since. No, I, I didn't, first of all, I didn't even know you had two, but yeah. from the looks of it, yo, I'm like, and then even when I talked to Devin on her PR and marketing skills, I'm like, yo, y'all, what? Y'all, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Devin like turned us up. It's a match made in heaven. Right. Yeah. But and you knew you couldn't. Well, not that you can, but you know you couldn't do it by yourself. You yes. needed someone. Yes, and and especially when it comes to when you're in the tech industry and when you have an app and when you're going and trying to fundraise, that's yeah. a question that they ask. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have a co-founder? Is there somebody else? Yeah, are you doing this by yourself? Is that happen by yourself? No, it can't happen by yourself. They're not going to invest in you if you if you're only if you're a solo founder. It's very rare that they invest yeah, in that's solo like a, founders. That was like the number one question you got. But you know what? Now that you, you think about it, not even in tech, like restaurants, just anything, mm-hmm. you always realize it's it's if somebody, somebody else. else mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Investor, silent partner, or something yeah. there. It's never just somebody so, by themselves. And one thing I want to highlight too is that Devin, me and Devin, we both understand our roles and just right. what we are doing in her eyes. So, like, I'm the face of the company, and you know, that's cool and that's dandy. Um, but, like, Devin's okay with being in the background. And mm-hmm. that's that's what my other co-founder yeah. wasn't okay with, and so it's like she's okay with being in the background. She's okay with you know. But you did, you wanted to be in the background. background. Yeah, yeah. I, st- I, I still want to be in the background, but you know it's too I won't late. Let her. <laughs> it's too late now. Yeah. But um, you know, I've accepted who I am, and then also Devin's also helped me a lot when mm-hmm. it comes when it's just coming to like breaking out of my shell, mm-hmm. doing interviews, showing up to these places, like, because I won't do it. I will not go. Like, I will not <laughs> go. Right, I'm proud of her. Yeah. I really am. Yeah, and so Devin is the one that pushes me. And also, Devin be checking me. So a lot of people don't realize that because I'll get crazy on social media and Devin be like, oh. I'll be seeing her rants. Yeah, I've like, seen a little bit. Hit her with that quick type, ma'am. Take yep. this down. Yeah, yep. yep. come you. right in the play. Yeah, so, so over the last year, I will say I've definitely tuned my. I've definitely gotten a lot better on social media, especially with the way I reply, with the way I respond to people, and that's a hundred percent due to Devin. So, mm, wow. Shout out to her. You gotta, you gotta Yo, have somebody, somebody that balances. Yeah, yes. Good balance. When April and I was working on your episode today, you know, I. One thing about me, I have a vision, but I can't get it out. And April translate everything mm-hmm. perfectly. And I'm like, see, April. She was like, you know what? It's the alley hoop. You throw the ball, I catch it. Bow. That yep. part. Thank yep. you. Stop. Stop playing. Stop playing. Look at us. Teamwork makes the dream work. Exactly. Every single time. Stop playing. Okay, so um, you know, her ride, like, honestly, is a multi-million dollar idea business like but that comes with great responsibility so talk about the will to keep going because clearly there in the beginning there were like some things right there that would have been like all right maybe i'm not supposed to do this but talk about the will to keep going especially when you're starting up such a niche business like this man i ain't gonna (laughs) lie man uh strengthen your relationship with whoever you pray to Mm. i would say that's the number one thing um my relationship with god got a lot closer during this time um, just my trust and my faith in him. Um, this year, I actually made a post about it the other day. I've probably fasted more this year than I've ever done in my wow. life. Now, mind you, I was born and raised in the church, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. saw everything. Like I saw when, when when our church used to participate in pa- 
they used to participate in fast and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I used to be like, what is this for? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Like, I never understood it until I actually decided to do. It. And I was like, oh, that's why, because I didn't know what my purpose was yet. So I didn't know why I was fasting mm. because, you know, you didn't have a reason to fast because, I mean, I didn't really give myself a reason to fast. So been fasting a lot this year, been praying a lot, been trusting God and just trusting myself um, because um I've been right. So I've been right. And mm-hmm. I just need to continue trusting myself because, yeah, everything that's everything's been going right because of my decisions, because I've been trusting myself, um, because I've been patient. And so, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just going to continue doing it. Now, what keeps me the will? I'm just naturally competitive. I played three sports in school like I right. refuse to lose. So mm-hmm. um, that's the thing that keeps me going is just, I'm just naturally competitive. Mm. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. And I feel like when you're like revolutionizing a market or an industry, and then you start to see like what you're doing is impacting like their moves. Mm. That's enough for you to be, be like, like, all right, babe, I see you. Mm-hmm. You can't speak no, on it. You but see me. Exactly. So, you know, and you start getting in the same like buildings with people, you on the same calls with people. You're like, all right, okay. So, mm-hmm. yo, yeah. That's crazy because me and Chanel be having those conversations too. Like, girl, did you see? We was talking to so and so. They they called and requested us to be here. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we doing something right. Yep. Exactly. Doing something right <laughs> for keep sure. Going. Keep yeah. going. Yeah. You know, and and tech, it's on the outside Ooh. looking in. Of course, we see like tech is the new trend. Like, like oh, we get a tech, we gonna make millions. Huh. And it's a lot of people like just because you you coded two little things. <laughs> no hell, no hell, you not. <laughs> I'm just gonna let y'all know straight up. Also, I'm gonna go to school for six weeks. Bad. Uh, oh, the tech, tech industry is worse. worse. The tech industry is probably the slimiest industry mm-hmm. out there. Um, mm-hmm. They will steal from you. Yep. Right. If you don't have your paperwork, paperwork. order, they mm-hmm. will steal from you. They will do whatever. Like, they don't care. Mm-hmm. They don't care. It's very slimy. It's very dirty. And, um, yeah, you just got to make sure you stay on your P's and Q's if you're right. going to get into the tech industry. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. never about who has the idea first. It's who yes. has oh, their paperwork pay- done right. Yes. And, you know, first. And also who is able to raise the capital, capital first. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, especially the mon- uh, money, 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 money. Yeah, of course. And, and that's one thing that um, April and I pretty much asked you is in the sense of like, who taught you? Especially, you know, they say the, the assumptions like of black people. You know, mm-hmm. y'all don't know nothing. But the fact that y'all coming with the bam, bam, mm-hmm. bam, the paperwork, everything mm-hmm. is done right. Like, who taught you those values? Or who taught you like, nah, baby, if we're going to do this, like, let's get this paperwork right. Because one little slip up is it's over. Shoot, that just really comes from me, my upbringing. My dad was really a stickler on like not half-assing things. Mm-hmm. And so my mother's like that too. Um, So she is just like, if you're going to do something, do it. Right and do it, you know, do it properly. Right mm-hmm. So that's 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 where I get do that. Y'all, do y'all have a lawyer to go? Oh on? yeah, Reba. okay. Shout out, <laughs> yeah. Don't uh, don't make me send Reba on you, but I will. I'm about to start. I'm actually, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> uh, no, Reba is that girl. I'm not even gonna hold you. Yeah, Reba's yeah. that girl, and folks been playing with me. So Uh-oh. they about okay. to start. Well, that leads into <laughs> our next question, <laughs> right? So we know that um, her ride was created by women for women, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, which means you only hire women. So um, Jill, you have been very vocal about lawsuits that's been coming your way, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's been coming your way, um, especially by men, if if I'm not mistaken. So how do you combat these discriminations um, with your company? Because you win them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You you show that, hey, they coming for me, you win them. So tell us about the the, the lawsuits and the discrimination. Wait, disclaimer before she begins. We hire more than just women. We only hire women drivers. So we do have men who work for us and can work for us, but they cannot be drivers. Yes. Mm. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, that's why you need a marketing director. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yes, 
so that that the the lawsuit wasn't fun. It was actually scary. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. But if you get sued. Um, that means you're doing something right in business. I'm not going to lie to you. If you get sued for whatever it is, your business model, whatever it is like that, that means you're probably doing something right or you're a disruptor. So when it came through, we actually got um, the person filed with the EEOC. And mm. so I couldn't retaliate or, you know, um, you know, file back or whatever. Yeah. But he basically just he lied. He said that he had a conversation with me and I told him that we only hire um, men. I mean, we only hire women on the platform. Um, we don't hire any men. And then just hung up on the phone. And then that's. That cost me five thousand dollars. <gasps> like him filing a lot, like that man filing a complete and total lie cost us five thousand dollars. And so, yeah. And so, this is what goes on <laughs> when you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. Yo, I would have got his address. Oh, we have it. It's, <laughs> but, it's, but it's like it's no point because one, we beat we beat the case. So it's mm-hmm. like you know, I won. Like Could you I, sue him for owwing you five thousand dollars. No, he went through the figure this out. Yeah, I wish we could have, but yeah. he went, because he went through the EEOC, we can't. He knew that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and but the thing about it is now we have our case. So now mm-hmm. we have proof that you know they, basically and, they yeah. can't do it again. Um, Anybody can't do it again. No, I mean, no, the, I mean oh, people he, might try. People but might he, try, but it's not, not going to. Yo, what if everybody did that five? Yo, I'm not about to keep paying five. Oh no, I'm just going to let the EEOC handle. Like I wouldn't even hire a lawyer at that point because we've already hired a lawyer and the EEOC already found no no yeah, okay, okay. So, so at this point, it's, I would just it's let handled. Them. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, I'm like, yo, y'all about to piss me off. But we hired the <laughs> no, best. We hired like, the best um, EEOC lawyer in the in the what state. What can we do? Sure did. And yeah. this is stuff people don't They don't know this. It's always a lot And you gotta spend that money For real yeah, you, you can't be scared You gotta spend oh, it It's not yours to no money yeah. keep And you know You see the money And it's like Oh it's there But I mean It's there to be spent so. mm-hmm. It hurt me spending it But I know, we needed know, it We had to been do like, it <sighs> Yeah mm-hmm. And Devin Because you're Also a partner in this business But you're the marketing director Talk about How you Pretty much keep the narrative Of her ride Stay You know making it true to the mission of the, you know, without it tainting the reputation of the company. Yeah. I think I told you all the time, like we just have to wear, like keep our blinders on, stay focused. Mm -hmm. You you know, we we are looking at the light. Your whole voice is so calm. Right. 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 Um, And so (laughs) not the, yeah, it's just like, I'm like, yeah, no, like we know we're, we're looking at the light at the end of the tunnel, but ultimately in terms of marketing to our consumers, we understand who our consumers are and we are marketing to a very niche you know, group Mm -hmm. of individuals. And so those who uh, choose to, you know, support her ride and, you know, they are a part of that small market that we're trying to captivate right now. So we don't care about, you know, taking over. We understand who the giants are. We're Mm -hmm. aware of, you know, Mm -hmm. their stance and, you know, the things that they do. But ultimately, we are here to be disruptors. So I tell Joe Mm -hmm. all the time, our job was to come here to disrupt the market and to ultimately enforce things, you know, make them pay attention to the things that they haven't been paying attention to previously. Um, So that's really all we care about. So when it comes to marketing, we'll stay true to the mission by, making sure that we're vocal about things that are happening, you know, making sure that the women who are we're, we're connected to, whether it's consumers, our drivers, those who choose to invest, that we are the voice for those individuals because we're now on a platform to be able to share those ideas on a larger scale. So, Yo, we um, need a marketing yeah. director. Right. I'm trying to tell you. We need right. a marketing director. I'm trying to tell you. Y'all talking about I'm the GOAT. Yeah, no. little do- so, <laughs> have you ever had any, like, uh, a letter, I don't know, a message from Uber Live like I better huh. can y'all, or can y'all talk about it? Like I mean, I ain't to s- an extent, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna say like, not like you know, like direct, you know, like letters or anything like that. But I, I mentioned earlier about you know when you start to see 
that the work that you're doing is now influencing mm-hmm. the work that others are oh, doing. Oh, they probably like at night now. If you want to choose a man or a woman driver, you I mean, can. y'all have already seen they some of the things that are, that are happening. Yeah, yeah. Oh. and Jill can get into that. I'll yeah. let her hop into that okay. bag after yep. me. But like you know, yeah, like when you start to see that, you you really don't care about what comes after because you understood what you did first and mm-hmm. those who are in that you know in the industry are in tech and are, are paying attention to black founders understand who did what first mm-hmm. and that influence you know someone who's much larger than you has much more money than you and also could have done it before you mm-hmm. right. but they got to, to. Mm-hmm. right so um you know when you start to see things happen like that you, you care less about you know the, the I know the, y'all like check the, the little noise that happens check the trademark you dates. know yeah stop playing yeah they're, they're sick um, <laughs> they are really sick I should have trademarked a few more things because they actually stole one of my slogans and put it on an advertisement oh. they've um so the day before the air so the airport dropped a press release on us mm-hmm. September 13th this year September 12th and you can you can fact check me Lyft announced their women plus connect option on mm. their platform um, the reason why they did that, because that's just a feature. It's just a button that you turn on. Um, apparently, you're, it'll match you with a woman driver, right? Woman or non, non-binary driver. Okay, that's fine. That's a feature y'all could have been turned on mm-hmm. for years. Y'all yeah. been getting sued out the ass mm-hmm. for years. And we saw the, the logistics of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the day before Hartsville-Jackson, the uh-huh. busiest airport in the world, decides to let the world know yep. that there's a new rideshare company, you guys say, hey, mm-hmm. you guys, if you want if you want a woman driver, you can get one too. But and that's you, the tech company. Yeah, I mean, that's you, the tech like, industry. Weeks before that, where, like I said, we started joining, you know, mm-hmm. meetings and getting invited to things where mm-hmm. they have representatives in the room. So it's not that From, they... Like, live so they're yeah. going out. They're so they 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 like... Yeah, we have a meeting John. every month at the airport. There's yeah. these girls and they started a ride. Yeah. Company and hold on. Women. Is these girls and they're black? black. And yeah. they're black. Yep. Yes. Let's yes. start there. Yes. Let's start there. And they have yeah. a ride share company. And then with all the missing women and children mm-hmm. that's happening too, like they probably was like, how did we not think of this? Get it on the app now. Yeah, like, like that type yeah. of thing. No, they thought yeah. about it, but you know what? Sometimes they probably don't want to receive backlash. Like, oh, so yeah, what about the men? You know, so they or I mean, they the fact that would most of people. the women and stuff that get harassed are African American women of color, mm-hmm. and they just don't care they about don't it. Care. Mm-hmm. And it goes Period. back to if they wanted to do it, they, they had the would. means to do it, and they would have like done a it. cheating man. If he wanted to change, he would. <laughs> but them two, those two, those two giants are they're basically a monopoly. I don't think a lot of people yeah. understand that they're mm-hmm. the only two rideshare companies that people really know. Yes. So really, yeah. they're a monopoly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So us invading that space. Us getting into Hartsville is a problem for them because oh. we now can show other people mm-hmm. how that to make money in ride share and mm-hmm. how to do it because you got to get through the airport first. That's mm-hmm. how you generate revenue. And that is the craziest part, part, right? Mm-hmm. That, that mm-hmm. was the, over a year work of paperwork. Yeah, it took us a year to get approved. And, yeah. No, I, first of all, well, that was one of our questions, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. You know, it, it was number nine. But <laughs> oh, no, sorry, my bad. <laughs> but since we're talking about it now, first of all, let's 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 talk about that. Yeah. Congratulations. Yes. Hold on. Congra- Do I love the hand Yes. Pie. First of all, I... Like like Jill and Devin, you know, of course I follow you on social media. We see it, but when I saw the airport, I was like, Y'all don't this is this is nothing like oh we gotta prove and the biggest that. airport in the world. Like yeah. this is not oh we gotta prove at the Mercedes Benz for I mean, well if if they do, congrats. Yeah, but what I'm saying is you know, for y'all. no yeah. offense. Got a friendly, got a friend. Right. <laughs> but the airport like, as a yeah. startup tech 
yeah. a company that's yeah. i'm pretty sure they get ride share stuff all the time mm -hmm. but that is a huge accomplishment talk about that moment once it got signed seen signed Sign, sealed, and delivered deli <laughs> yeah i mean once again i'll go i'll go back to you know just being at the right place at the right mm -hmm. time connecting with the right people at the right time um because we were actually in the process of writing our own press release we were about to release the you know press mm -hmm. release and you know uh we were like trying to hound down this lady i was just trying to like can we use this quote can we get somebody you know Shout out to Ace. You know, <laughs> can we get a quote, you know? And then it ended up not being the right person for exactly what we wanted. However, someone was able to connect me with someone else. So it, like, started moving really rapidly. And then the lady was like, I could do you one better. Like, I mean, everything looks good, but, like, w let us do it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> do it. <laughs> like, what do you need for me? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, she had the key points from the press release we were going to release. And she did us one better by actually getting a quote from the chief. So, I mean, we, wow. it, it, was just, it, it all happened the way it was supposed to happen. So, we're super grateful for, you know, Hartsville, their connections, their right. team. They were awesome. Who I did was to, like, yo, let's do the airport. Like or oh, oh, that's automatic. Like that was already oh, that was automatic. Yeah. Oh, that's that automatic. Was automatic. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. yeah. That was already my plan because that's how I, that's what I needed to do in order to either one raise money or continue to raise money. Mm, so I can you pitch have and to be like tell people like okay, this is how we're gonna make money. We're already here. We're yeah. in the airport. Mm. Da -da this, this is our projections. So yeah, our, the airport was mm. always in in my in my vision. Mm. Mm -hmm. You don't understand. Like one thing April and I talk about is like support from people and things like that so of course being a startup it, one thing i noticed just in business you have to prove to people that you could do it yeah. before they start before they start I just feel believing like that's only, you that's only for black people it though, is yeah. unfortunately yeah. Oh, it right. is. oh well <laughs> and then for black women it's even worse because yeah. it's oh. like so y'all so y'all so don't believe think? me like yeah. so y'all didn't think that i could do this yeah, yeah. right and i mean even after seeing the proof right it's still, it's still like okay well let's see how long you can sustain <laughs> it right right, you know? right, right. And then it's like well can you it's do it again something. and then yeah. it's just the the finish line is always pushed yeah, always, exactly yeah, right. always, always. right um one thing that you said in the ss article is that your drivers get paid more than your competitors yes, right indeed. so lifted uber so is it because you want to have the upper hand in providing like a better market value or do you believe in the model with take if you know you take care of your employees they'll take care of you that's the second one i believe that if you're you take care of your employees they take care of you um if when it comes to ride share we are simply a medium we are simply the middleman Mm -hmm. The driver's doing all the work. The driver's using their car. They're using their gas. They're mm -hmm. using all their stuff. They're using mm -hmm. all their expenses. If they put little snacks and stuff in their car, they're mm -hmm. doing that. That's on there. That's on their dime. We're just providing the medium. So taking 60% of that is crazy. Like that don't make, that doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I was, I've, I've been set on that 80, 20 number since I first started the business. Um, we'll adjust and I've talked to drivers, um, as we scale because we'll adjust it if we're trying to scale somewhere, but then we'll put it back to 80. Um, because that is like, that's the bread and butter. Like that's why people get up and get out their car. And mm -hmm. I, I used to do this. Like I used to drive. And so when I was driving, that's, that's, that's really what they was paying back then. But then they started taking back, back some more and more and more. And mm -hmm. I was like, and I started noticing. I was like, wait a minute. This ain't the same amount that, like, <laughs> hey, you know, $6 to go to Marietta Camp Creek? Yeah, no. Exactly. <laughs> like, nah, like, that's dead. And mm -hmm. um, that's when I started doing the food delivery. Because I was like, nah, bro, they tripping on the on the passenger side. And then I realized, I was like, they really taking money from people. And people don't even realize it. And so, yeah, like, that, taking care of your, take, and then taking care of your employees. And then I don't want to have high turnover. I know. Right, right, right. right. It has yeah. a very high. It does. It has a very mm -hmm. high turnover. And so I think that that if we treat everybody 
properly mm-hmm. people right. won't leave they won't yeah, that's right. it. they won't leave yeah mm-hmm. you know and it, being in business too i think people have this mindset like oh well if i you know throw them this they'll love it here but the reality of it especially nowadays like baby prices is high yeah inflation is is, so what what motivates me is the Money. dollar right. that's, that's it, it. Right. that's it so yeah. we can't ignore that and think like oh people are going to want to just stay with a company and you know mentioned because back then you were driving mm-hmm. i used to there used to be drivers or people that I would talk to who were drivers that would be like, yeah, like this is my full time job. Like yeah, no, you yeah. could, they could pay a whole household. And I used to be like, what? Yes. There are still now? full-time drivers. Yeah. Yes. There are full-time drivers to this, like multiple full-time yeah. drivers. So yeah, I'm trying to really capture them and provide that. That's why we're so focused yeah, on the airport. <laughs> come on, girl. Hey, bitch, come on. Um, we, um, that's why we're so focused on the airport because all we have to do now is provide the request. Um, mm-hmm. Which is the the opportunities, the the rides for them, and so that's why I just really want these drivers to understand. Like we're gonna pay y'all. We have we have we we can pay y'all, but we got we got to get y'all to sign in, and then we got to get y'all to pull up at the airport. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, so if somebody joined right now, the airport is your bread and butter. So they yeah. have ninety percent of our trips are either going to the to airport or, or coming airport. from the airport. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay, cool beans. Okay, yeah. So and maybe we'll start. We'll let Devin answer this first, and then Jill, you can get into it oh, because yeah. this is more about like I guess what comes with you know her ride being a woman company and stuff like that. Do y'all ever have controversial spaces when it comes to like the transgender LBGT community, and how do y'all handle that? I feel like there isn't like controversy. Are, are you saying from a consumer standpoint, like people who are p- just paying attention to what we're doing? And yeah, like, oh, or if services. you have like transgender yeah, so women who are going to come yeah, in, be, and it's like yeah, because so, now, because, on, because nowadays, yeah, the way how the world's going, and this is no offense to the transgender, if a guy put on a wig and say he a tra- you you know, transgender, it's say. like well, this is right. you know, so like. What's that topic? I like? tell Joe all the time, I'm like, we got to be careful in our responses here because she's like, if you show up and you're presenting as a woman, then we have to treat you just like any other woman who is mm-hmm. coming to, you know, do their inspection or yeah. they're mm-hmm. putting in their application. But if you come presenting as a male, then we have to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's, you know, we, we're flexible. I will say that. And I think that's just the way of the world currently, but ultimately we market to women to provide this as a resource and a means of income for women in order for them to kind of break that glass ceiling. Women are limited in the amount of income that they're able to mm-hmm. receive across mm-hmm. the board, across industries. Yep. And this is an opportunity for them to ha- flex that income, to be able to meet, you know, make yeah. those goals and, you know, and, and do the things that they wouldn't be able to do in other industries. And I feel like we want to provide that to women no matter what package it comes in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, speaking of marketing your brand, how important is it to market your brand, Devin? Like, because I think people think, okay, I can create a business, and as long as I throw a couple posts on Instagram, there's my market. Like, (laughs) yeah. Um, I will say so for us currently, we're now starting to pay more attention to social. That really was not where all of our, you know, like we weren't putting all of our eggs in that basket um, per se, because people were already finding us organically anyways, whether it was through social or, Mm -hmm. you know, through earned media. Mm -hmm. And so all of our, you know, marketing efforts up until this 
this point. And we love saying this and people are like, oh my gosh, how? Like all of our marketing efforts up until this point have been through earned media. We have not paid for any type of publicity whatsoever. And that is due to the relationships that, you know, I had personally and the relationships that we've grown, you know, and it's just so silly, <laughs> you know, as we grow the business and the fact that people are just paying attention, right? Yeah. You know, and so um, we're really proud of that, you know, being how we've been able to gain the exposure that we have thus far. But I think also, um, you know, being able to meet people where they are is also important as well, too. So whether that's through social or like we talked about earlier, direct media, um, um, direct marketing, excuse me, where you are marketing, you know, building that email list, which we do, you know, on our, you know, uh, <laughs> website and being able to connect with them individually. So all all avenues and all channels are important. It's just kind of pulling those levers when it's most important. I think where a lot of businesses become overwhelmed in terms of marketing is pulling all of the levers at one time. Mm. Um, and you don't have to pull all of the levers at one time. You choose you know, when to plug and play and you should have a cohesive marketing strategy that allows you to speak to all of your consumers wherever they are without feeling overwhelmed. Such a goat. I need a, a Devin. Yo, need we need a Devin. Devin like... <laughs> Y'all gotta start booking Devin. No. Devin. You, you gotta so start silly. doing conferences. Devin, you, you, you are. Listen. <laughs> so listen. Okay, so because, like, you talked about, like, just the different level of marketings and stuff like that with today's ever changing ways of marketing and branding, like we said, internet, radio, all of that stuff. Like, what is one new marketing and branding tool that you use that separates your business from others? <laughs> new marketing tool I I would say like TikTok is not new but we're starting like I tell them I'm, auntie is I'm, I'm getting old <laughs> <laughs> auntie old too man <laughs> old alright so TikTok is not new new however we understand the power of TikTok and we understand that you know millennials and every group of individuals mm -hmm. after, you know, really do see rideshare as an opportunity to increase their overall income. So we want to be everywhere. But once again, it's about pulling those levers. Um, and, you know, and we're about to start trying a few other things like texting, you know, and, and I always say like, oh, my gosh, like as much as like Fashion Nova and Shein like, get on my nerves. But they really have, they really understand their market they do. Mm -hmm. and they're getting better at it mm -hmm. by the day. I'm like, if I get another thing, but then here I go. Here I go. Right, right to the Saturday. website. Like, here you go. So I feel like, you know, it's just understanding what is available and then you get to plug and play, you know, like, and you can always take something out that you feel like, okay, this has, we've exhausted this yeah. channel, you know, let's, let's add something new into the mix. And I think that's where we are now. Like I said, earned media has really been our bread and butter to this point. And it was super important, especially as black founders within the tech space to be able to build that digital footprint in the way that we did and so now we're branching out into some other means of marketing you know the business and we're excited for those opportunities super excited so like we said since we're on the top of the marketing so nowadays we see so many companies using influencers right to market uh -huh. their business do you feel there's a need for influencers in marketing your particular business yes i was about to say joe yes <laughs> yes 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 um influencers are very important especially in today's um society um mm -hmm. Uh, look look at Keith Lee like Keith Lee is the perfect example like what organic influencing does roll it up K is another great example uh -huh. she's very organic with mm -hmm. her reviews yeah and, we um, love roll it up K. Mm -hmm. yeah and so <laughs> yeah. like she's like though like 
influencers are extremely important because that's what the kids are listening to. That's what everybody's mm-hmm. listening to. Um, whenever my girlfriend gets on TikTok, she's she's using it like Google, and like everybody else is using it like Google. And so, like when she wants to see a restaurant or if we're going out somewhere, she's mm-hmm. going like, straight to get TikTok. It on TikTok. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then checking yeah, the reviews that's from whatever. Influencer. Yeah, YouTube. Well, yeah. I, I still go on YouTube, but now it is. No, because she's like six like, minutes. Let me straight yeah. to the point. Yep. I saw this on TikTok. Let me show you this restaurant on TikTok. I'm yep. like, okay, that's yep. too. Like I don't even post on TikTok, but I do use it. Like, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I was about to say I scroll through it and I don't post on TikTok. Well, I, I've been trying a little bit, but I'm not gonna get into that dancing stuff. Um, I, just use it, I just use it for research, yeah. But it's very, it's a very good tool. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the admiration for you guys is at an all time high because this is just like amazing. Like, and when you said earn media, why wouldn't I want to talk to the first black owned woman owned rideshare company? You know, um, but it's also just a relatable story. Like, y'all went to ASU together. Like, it's two black women. Like, all of that. What are some of the like tribulations and stuff that y'all still face on this journey? Raising capital. I feel like we have to start there. Um, I know we touched on it earlier, but we just, it it goes back, right? Like (laughs) from a very young age, black children, and I I think that it's becoming a little more popular now, like we, we aren't taught you know, financial literacy. Yeah. Yep. So we don't understand the importance of money. Um, we also don't understand, you know, how to have a healthy relationship with, with money, money in terms mm-hmm. of if we get it, we're holding on to it. You or know, we don't want to spend mm-hmm. it. Or if we're we don't have it, we're figuring out how to get it and mm-hmm. we're not getting it, you know, the best way. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and so it starts there. But then as you grow and then you, these opportunities come into play, you see the, um, you know, this dynamic of with money kind of change. Um, and so now we're in spaces with people who don't look like us. Mm-hmm. We're in spaces with men who, you know, who have been doing this for a very long time and have been taught how to mm-hmm. weasel their yep. way, you know, mm-hmm. um, into more money. Um, and and <laughs> so uh, we just weren't provided with those same opportunities. So I think for us, that has been a big a big one is just understanding how to move in those rooms and making connections and being able to use discernment to understand who is truly looking to speak to us to right. help, you know, and, and, and provide that knowledge because we're always willing to learn and listen or who's really here to take. Yeah. Um, and we've had a lot of situations where people have come to the table presenting is one thing, have, but have really been snakes. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. um, that's been a big one for us. Um, I don't know about you, Jill, but that's like, for me, that's a big one. <laughs> that's the big, yeah, that's number one. Number two would be just the the weird hate that we've been getting. I, I, I be calling Devin because she'd be like, don't worry about it. And I, I really don't let it bother me. I just, it's the only reason it bothers me is because it be coming from black men. Mm, and so, like, I'm yeah. not, I'm someone who supports everyone. I don't care what you got going on. I don't care if you're straight, gay, trans, doesn't matter. If you're black, I'm with it. Like, I'm supporting it. And so that's the thing that bothers me the most personally is that whenever we whenever I go into like a Facebook group or like a any of those type of groups and I talk about or I promote her ride, I get so much negativity from black men. It's ridiculous. Mm, like it's well, we see it all the time. It's <laughs> weird. And I'm like, I'm not I was like, I'm not keep I was like, first of all, y'all can work for her ride. Like, yeah. why do y'all only see yourselves as a driver? Like, why are we you work in marketing? We yeah. need social media managers. Uh the list can go on. We need oh. interns. We need jobs over here. <laughs> we, we need board members. I yeah. mean, like, I don't yeah. really understand why. Yeah, well, I don't know why like guys limit themselves. Yeah, Please I don't come. know why. Yeah, like you so, can you can come on the on the but team. I think you just can't drive. Yeah. It's that. And I also think like when it comes to like 
I think men still have this mindset like working for women is just like beneath them. Yeah, please, like, you know, the women been running businesses for I don't know how long. They've been yeah. behind the they scenes. They just weren't able the, to be the face. Yeah, they just weren't yeah. able to be the face. Like, mm-hmm. like stop. Like, yeah. let it go. So what what would you say you guys are currently besides drivers? I know you just said boys. So what are like the top positions you guys are looking for? Right now, um, right now I'm looking for my CEO. I'm kind of I'm kind of like training one right now to okay. try to like do to do that or Test become that, that role. Yeah, yeah, we're testing that out right now. Uh, looking for a support team because right now we're about to actually looking really for looking for a street team because I'm about to like set up shop next week. Um, so pay attention to my social media. Um, but we're looking for people that's willing to come out um, and get people to sign up for um, for her ride as they're walking out of the airport. Oh, um, so okay. like a street team like that because we and got permission to do that. Marketing for yeah, yeah, real grassroots on the on the, on the ground with it. Looking for always looking for vehicle inspectors, so people to inspect the vehicles. Um, we paid twenty dollars for each completed inspection, and mm-hmm. so that's what we're looking for. And what else are we? Looking and the inspections. For? Let me. The inspections are super easy. Like, yeah, I would say you the keys. Like you don't have to come up with your own questions. Oh. They're laid out. Yes. You're not like recreating the wheel. You're just doing the same. <laughs> would thing that be over like full time, time or just whenever you have? Like, whenever you have time. Yeah, whenever you have time. Yeah, whenever you have time for the And when you say inspection, like, is it like, okay, guys, I need you to check the But this is like when Uber did it in the beginning. Uh, Yeah, like how Lyft did it. They'll come look at the car. They just can't make sure your car is presentable, the inside is good. Okay, y'all. They're paying $20 an hour for you to look. $20 for each Sorry, don't misquote me on that one. But I'm just saying, like, $20 for each car you inspect. And the schedule is flexible. And mm-hmm. it's not even like you got to get under a hood and check the oil nah, tank. Inspections yeah. don't take longer than 15 minutes. Oh, so. You can knock yeah. on For $20? Yeah. Per inspection. Jill, Jill Devin, y'all will get a text yes. from me. <laughs> you know, I'll be thinking things is more difficult, difficult than what it is. Because I, 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 I saw you put up a post, and in, in, in my mind, too, I'm like, you know what, Chanel, you're going through something. Like, but then I'm thinking, well, I'm. I'm, I'm not a mechanic. Right. I'm it's like, like a checklist. It's like a hard But I remember Uber though. did it Does when it they work? first started. Yeah. Like somebody come look at your car. Yeah. yeah. And you know. Uh-huh. And y'all try me. I got that cat. We never put our inspectors in a position we never, to, you yeah. know, it's going to yeah. be broad daylight in yeah, a, yeah. you know, a lit up parking lot. Oh, you know, see? you're never meeting Girl, anyone at me. their home. Yeah. That part. Yeah. <laughs> right. No. Okay. Like I said, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get a okay. text after We'll talk this. after. Right. <laughs> Last question. And I know we talked about everything, but how important is this for the legacy that y'all are creating? Extremely like, important. Like, this is gonna be. This is like y'all gonna be in a tech curse right. breaking. Yeah, like, like in twenty years, ten years, y'all might be in our textbooks. You know, like yeah, I hope so. <laughs> no, um, they will. They I'm, will. I'm just. I'm looking for freedom. Mm. Like I know that there's money in this, and that's cool. But I'm really just looking to do whatever I want to do for the rest Whenever. of my life. Um, mm-hmm. I was talking about that with my lady today. Like I'm. I'm someone that I don't think that I'm going to really change that much because I've never been really a super mm-hmm. materialistic person. It's like, oh, it's a couple of things that I want here or there or whatever. But I really want to make sure that my family's straight. Like I come from I didn't come from a, 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 a line of a generation of business owners. And I'm the right. first business owner for real in mm-hmm. my family. And so it's like I only really want to make sure that everybody's set up for the future. I'm really I, I, that's just my that's just my personal opinion. Um, and then really just taking care of my friends and having fun. Like I want to be like. Big Meech, but in like mm-hmm. with using my legit money, <laughs> renting out commercial planes, yeah. telling everybody, hey, like all the ASU alumni or whatever, whoever came to my class, we about mm-hmm. to fly to Cancun, like just random stuff. Like that's how I want to be. That's the type of billionaire I plan right, on being. Right, right, right. But yeah, of course, establishing that generational wealth. Mm-hmm, that's for sure. That's gotcha. beautiful.
<laughs> Lovely. Tear, tear. Yo, me and April was just talking. I was like, oh, I have a content idea for her yeah. ride. And everyone was like, what is it? I was like, well, you know, last night I got home at 1 30. Well, we do in media, we get home really, really late. Yeah. And we park in crazy areas. Sometimes I don't even want to drive. And then, too, like I said, I, I'm a, a gun license owner and I carry one with me, but you can't bring it in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, yo, we should broadcast, like, as media hosts and things like that. We, we come home three o'clock. We want to feel safe. I was just trying. I was just, yeah, because we're micro you, influencers. You know? <laughs> no, no, I was like, yo, we should show like what we do and how it will incorporate of you know having a hurt ride. Right. Let's yeah. collab. No, yeah, for let's collab. Sure. We're always needed. looking for you know content. We're always looking to collab. Like you said, micro influencers. We understand that the reach, right? Um, I always say like I'm I'm willing to work with a micro influencer before I pay someone who has millions of followers and don't really have that personalized connection with them. Mm-hmm. There's very few people who have those millions of followers no, and actually yeah, have, have the influence, influence over those people. Mm-hmm. What I always say it's 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 impact. It's not Absolutely. the numbers yeah. to me. Because people look at me and Chanel and they're like, we threw an event a event like a couple of weeks ago and we packed it out and they were like. And I'm like, oh, don't let them 35, 4,000 followers <laughs> exactly. fool you. Like, they, people they really rock up. with us. Yeah. Like, yeah. so. Right. Yeah. Just even now at nine and it's dark, we still got to go home. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. I was just yeah. thinking like, oh, as influencers, media personalities, we're, we have to cover an event till three, four, two in the so, morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we know a lot of people that actually take Ubers Uber. and live to go home, yeah. honestly. And they be like, can y'all stay with me till my Uber come yeah. here? And oh, it's a guy. You know, like this is stuff that we hear. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what if we did a little content show in like a day in the life? Let's talk about a meeting person. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. And then we're taking her ride okay. to get home. Look, yeah. Once yeah. another thing for us to talk about yeah. off air. <laughs> yes, love that. Steal it and we'll slap, we'll slap you. you. <laughs> we, we're not about that. So, But y'all, okay, well, that's the end of the interview. Well, this part of the interview, y'all, we okay. still have more to talk about. But yes. let's get into our no-fly no list. Uh-huh. Okay. So this one is it's, it's pretty quick, you know. This is our no fly list segment, and we and Jill, I know you emphasize that you always hear crazy stories with women mm-hmm. talking about. Oh, we thought you was a man, this and that. What is the craziest ride share experience that you had with Lyft, or just driving? Period. I know you said you did Uber and Lyft, but what what's a story that you heard that was like, yo, or not even a story, or did you see anything in the car yeah, like, yo, like, like what's your crazy ride? <laughs> um, the. One of the crazy, well, one of the the weirdest ones I've heard was, I mean, I had that experience, not heard. Um, I picked up a girl. Um, she worked at a strip club, so she she's a dancer. Um, picked her up, was taking her home. She didn't even live in the city. She lived out the city. Oh. So we get in near because um, we get near her house. We about to pull into the subdivision, and she she didn't speak the entire ride. And then we're about to pull in the subdivision. She starts directing me. She's like, "Hey, turn that way, turn that one." I was like. I've been driving the entire time. The GPS, like, I'm pretty sure I'm going the right way. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, are you sure? I was like, the GPS telling me this way. And she was like, yeah. She's like, I put the wrong address in. She was like, um, um, on purpose because basically, so she told me the, she, the reason she put the wrong address in is because she had an Uber or Lyft driver last time, drop her off at her real house and then came back the next day. <gasps> Pulled up to her house. That's crazy. And was like trying to holler at her. Cause you know, she, you know, she, she, yeah, uh-huh. she I mean, she came out, Club, you know, whatever. It's right, but but the fact that he felt the need to pull up to her house, so she was like, she don't put her address, her real address, and she'll just if it's a guy, um, she'll have him actually drop her off at that wherever it is, and then she'll walk across Robert the street, mm-hmm. yeah, to where she actually lives. She waits until they leaves. Mm-hmm. But she said, if it's a woman, she'll direct them. And I was like, 
that is insane. Like you literally do this every, like you literally use this platform every day to go home and you have to do that to that extreme. I thought that was crazy. And then the thing that led me to stop giving rides to people was there was a guy that refused to get out of my car because I didn't stop at a McDonald's on the way home. It wasn't part of his trip. And then it was the McDonald's on Ponds. I don't know if any of y'all are familiar with that. Let but me at tell night, you, that I line be, be so stupid. Crazy. Like no one's, no one's waiting in that line. So he wanted me to stop there. He was drunk. I was like, no, I'm about to take you home. You can Uber Eats it. I don't care what you do. <laughs> um, and he refused to get out of my car. So we got to his house. He refused to get out of my car. And he kept calling me racist. And so I was like, I said, I got your races. Now, mind you, I had, I, when I used to drive, I used to, I didn't, I don't, I'm not a gun owner yet, um, but I used to carry this big knife, like mm-hmm. a crazy big knife. So I was like, I'm not just, you I, got the machete. The machete. I'm, I'm just trying to tell you. So I went ahead and just had my, I just went ahead and grabbed it, put my hands on the handle and I, um, I had my phone, my phone on Bluetooth. So I just dialed the, you know, the emergency number for uh, mm-hmm. Uber, and then they they was on the phone. So once he heard that, he decided to open the door. I said, "Oh no, stay in the car." I was like, "No, nah, you said you wasn't getting out. Stay in the car. Stay, stay <laughs> in the car." And now you're gonna piss me off. Now I'm mad. Now I was I'm like, ready. Now I'm mad. So, but he finally got out the car. But after that, I was just like, I ain't never had, I never had a weird experience. I and mean, I had a couple guys hitting on me, and I was like, "Are you good?" <laughs> Like, are you good, bro? Like, that used to be my... not know. Yeah, like, you good? And I, I mean, I get it. I used to get it because, like, they'd be like, oh, you, you have a, such a pretty smile, bro. This is not your type of thing. No, no, no. I used to try to make my voice deeper and everything. Hey, hey, hey. No, 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 no. No, no, no. This ain't that type of time. But, no, it wasn't nothing too crazy. I've heard some crazy stories. I onboarded a driver that said that um she had a guy that was masturbating her backseat. I believe it. So you just don't... Mm-hmm. She said she had to pull over and wait till the cops came. And he didn't leave. Oh, Not, she did, well, she, he didn't get out. Well, she just pulled over and she was like, "I'm gonna let you finish, Policia." Yeah, <laughs> like what? Yeah, like that's wild. That's I don't know what wild. I would have did. If Yo, people did are unhinged. Yeah, like, like like for real. Like, and then you be, and then it's like you get into these situations, and it's always. A man versus a woman, or a woman versus a man. I'm like, well, if you in, if you remove the common denominator, yeah. you don't have any issues. We haven't had an issue on our platform yet. That's and all that, I got and, to say. And I will <laughs> say that's not to say that there won't ever be an yeah. issue, right? You can't 100 percent guarantee. guarantee. Yeah, you yeah. can go walk outside and get hit by a bus, and you didn't plan that. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. like, our job is to make sure that we have guardrails in place where we're paying attention to safety oh, measures, guardrails where other that. you know other companies aren't, or they've neglected to do so. So mm-hmm. I feel like that is what separates us from other businesses is that we do pay special attention to things that people just have chosen not to just yep. because right so just want to throw that in there yeah <laughs> have y'all gone have y'all promoted at strip clubs about to start yeah we're about to start I, I've, I've always had a plan to promote at the clubs um clubs, nightlife and all that hospitals, i'm just a grandma like, i just can't stay up past 10 o'clock <laughs> For real, that's well, really my go issue. in before they, you know, yeah. they, they, like ten well, yeah, o'clock. I heard that it's best to go in before like the during lunch, the day shift or yeah. lunchtime and stuff. So I am going to start and going with up the there. owner and just mm-hmm. kind of like say, listen, we. Hey, this is the safety, safety for your, your dancers. dancers. You know? Yep. Yeah. yeah, we're going to start promoting. Yeah, stop playing. Listen, <laughs> you want to keep this jacket? <laughs> <laughs> real hard for this jacket. Yes. Stop playing. I look good. You look good. Purple's my color. <laughs> well, there you have it, guys. Oh, my God. Like, y'all, we could talk on and yeah. on and on pretty much because we're learning so much. And as April and I are, you know, business owners as well, yeah. I know we, you and Tech, we're in media. First of all, it still go hand in hand, but we're yeah. like, no, like, hold on, hold on. Wait, how y'all learn this? 
Y'all, this has been an amazing episode. It really has been. Yes, and congratulations to you guys, for real, for real. Like, this is a major, like, y'all, this is not a small thing. Like, this is major, like, Mm -hmm. major. So, we're really honored that you guys came on our platform to talk about it. Tell everybody where they can follow you to see Joe's rants or (laughs) Devin telling her to take it down. (laughs) And text it. They're not daily anymore. We're doing good. good. I've been doing a lot better. Um, You can follow me at The Real Jill Gates. And so that's all one word, the real Jill Gates, all spelled how you think it's spelled. <laughs> um, and then follow Get Her Ride. So G-E-T-H-E-R-I-D-E. There's only one R in her ride. I really hate There's when people put two, put two R's, R's in her ride. ride. I paid too much money for my trademark. <laughs> Stop putting two R's in my Please. app name. Is Please. this one of the rants? <laughs> we talk about you behind the yes, scenes. Yes, we do. We talk okay. about you behind the scenes when you do that. There's one R. Every you single can, time. You can find so many things on us now. So it's like, <laughs> or you know what kills me? Mm-hmm. The logo situation. It's like, now you see the website. You have it clearly because you reached yeah, out. Yeah, somebody put it. So our, how do uh, you end up with a, a logo that is nowhere to be found? Not on social, not on the website. That was crazy. And yeah. it has two R's. I don't know. So, uh, so yeah. yeah. So you can Man. find us on those platforms. Yeah. And, then and then for me, yeah, it's Devin. That's D-E-V-Y-N-N-E period S-T-A-R-K-S. Okay. She's not going to respond to you. <laughs> I'm not. Sure, you might want to hit me up if you want to <laughs> respond. Yeah. Email me, you. though. I will check that. Okay? Yeah, definitely and if you check have my number, please call. That's the best way to get in contact with yeah. me. And you won't get the number from me. So. <laughs> Period. Sorry. Well, you already know where to find me. It is I am Chanel Simone on all social media platforms. And y'all, y'all can follow me at it's April B underscore underscore. And don't forget to follow the podcast at FHGH Podcast on all social media platforms as well as YouTube, Ooh. Apple, Spotify, and every Wednesday is a new episode, y'all. Make sure y'all come back and tune in next week. Bye. Yeah. Bye.